Blog Talk Radio. Do you make Christian music and you want to release it online without paying hefty yearly fees? Your best choice is GodTunesMusic.com. Sign up, upload your music, and reach the world. GodTunes distributes all genres of Christian music to over 300 top online music portals like iTunes, Spotify, Amazon MP3, or Beatport. Sign up now and take your music to the next level. GodTunesMusic.com, the largest Christian music digital distributor on the web. Well, good morning, everyone. This is Angela Payton, uh, Pastor Angela Payton from Grace Through Faith Worship Center. Pastor Angela Payton from Grace Through Faith Worship Center. Um, We're here this morning. uh, We're doing intercessory prayer, as we do on every Saturday. I just want to uh, reiterate that this week, uh, for the next week or so, we um uh we're going to be changing our schedule just a bit. We will continue to have our Sunday services at 9:30 a.m. 9:30 a.m. will be our Sunday services from 9:30 to uh 11. And then from 9:30 um from 9:30 to 11, we will not have our Sunday evening teleconference. We will not be having those anymore. We will be having our face-to-face uh teleconference um, we'll be having um, our Bible study on Thursdays starting in September, the first week in September, September the 3rd. We will be having it at Duval Event Center, and that's in Glendale Road. That's on Glendale Road in Bowie, Maryland. And again, um, that's what we will be doing, and we will have a 9.30 service, and then we'll have face-to-face Bible study. We will continue to have a teleconference uh, for those who in the, in the weekday cannot make it out, uh, but we do encourage you to come out. So we just want to put a plug out for that and um, let you know that we will not be having the teleconferences online. We will have uh, face-to-face meetings at 9.30 on Sunday. And uh, also, we will be having our midweek service from 7 to 8.30. Amen. God is good. He's a faithful God. Um, As we uh, go through seasons and changes in our lives, uh, he's right there with us. Father, we thank you for today. I thank you, O God, for your goodness, your mercies, your loving kindness. It's better than life, O Lord. We Thank you. Father, I thank you for everyone that's on the line. I pray that you will strengthen them. Lord God, strengthen them in you, O Lord. Strengthen them in what you have called them to do. And so, Lord, we thank you for that. I praise your holy name. We just worship you, O Lord. We praise you, Lord God. We thank you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Well, today I'm going to go, um, all this week we've been going through um, all this week we were going through the book of John, so I'm going to continue with the book of John.
we're going to go through some of, um, I was going to say we're going through the book of John, but I'm going to go through, I'm um, actually in the book of Mark. We're going to go through the book of Mark. And um, we're going to go through some scriptures in the book of Mark. And uh, chapter 4, um, the Lord had brought it to my attention, um, uh, going through Mark 4. So we're going to go through that and you can just follow along. It says, again, Jesus began to teach by the lake, and the crowd that gathered around him was so large that he got into a boat and set it in out on the lake, while all the people were along the shore at the water's edge. He taught them many things by parables, and in his teaching he said, Listen, a farmer went out to sow his seed, and as he was scattering the seed, some fell along the path, and the birds came and ate it up. Some fell on rocky places where it did not have much soil. It sprung up quickly because the soil was shallow. But when the sun came, the plants were scorched and they withered away. But when the sun came up, the plants were scorched and they withered because they had no root. Take note of that it had said it had no root. It was in what? Shallow soil. And other seeds fell along thorns which grew up and choked the plant. Other seeds fell on thorns. They didn't get a chance to be in the soil. And so they grew up and choked the plant so they did not bear grain. We have to understand that the whole intent is to what? For those for the seeds to bear fruit, to bear grain. And still other seeds fell on good soil, and it came up, grew, and produced a crop. Some multiplied 30, some 60, and some 100-fold. You know, the Lord is saying to you today that he wants to sow the word in your heart. He wants that word to be sown in your heart so that it can grow a crop. It can produce, it can produce 30, 60, 100 fold in your life. Amen. When the word of healing comes, it's to produce healing in your life. When the word of financial means comes, it's to produce. But sometimes that word falls on ground that's not been prepared, falls on ground that is, 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 is shallow. It hasn't had time to cultivate. We have to spend time with God and spend time cultivating our hearts so our hearts are open to the Lord, open to receive what he has. And then as we do that, we'll see that 160 Fold. And I'm going to leave that with you. I'm going to go back and read that parable of the sword because, you know, it's it's a process because it's our heart. God's not going to force healing on us. He's not going to force us to receive his blessing. It has to be planted in soil that's ready, that's willing, and that's, that, that's able to receive from God, that's ready and willing and wanting to receive from the Lord. Amen. So I pray, Lord, I pray today that our hearts, our hearts, O oh God, 
are ready to receive from you. Lord, where we have missed it, O God, we ask you to forgive us, O Lord. We ask you to come into our hearts, and we just believe you. As we read the scriptures of the healings and the touch of God, we thank you, O God, that you touch us today. We thank you, O God, that you heal the wounds of our heart. We thank you, O Lord, that you will heal us, that you have healed us, O Lord. And we just receive it into our hearts. We say it in the name of Jesus. I receive the manifested blessings of the Lord Jesus Christ. I speak to any condition that is not like you, that is not of you. No sickness and disease is of God, is of the enemy, and we come against it. We just believe you. We put our trust in a God that's bigger than ourselves, and we believe it. Amen. So believe God and begin to take your time and put the word of God in your heart. And as you um, join with us like this past week, I just believe God was doing some things in your heart, doing some things in your heart so that you can be able to receive from him. He so much loves you. He's a father. It's the father's love that wants to love you and let you know that you're loved. Uh, verse, um, uh, let's go to uh, Mark, the 35th, Mark chapter 4, but it's on um, verse 35, so apologize about that. It says, that day when evening came, he said to his disciples, let's go over to the other side. Leaving the crowd behind, they took along just as he was in the boat, and there was also other boats with him. A furious Squall came up, it was a storm, and the waves broke over the boat so that it was nearly swamped. And Jesus was in the stern, sleeping on a cushion. You know, while storms of life may come and go, and Jesus was at peace. It says, the scripture says, let peace rule. Anyway, it says, the disciples woke him and said to him, Teacher, don't you care? Teacher, don't you care if we drown? He got up and rebuked the wind and said to the waves, Quiet, be still. Then the wind died down. It was completely calm. He said to his disciples, Why are you so afraid? Do you still have no faith? And the Lord was rebuking them. and he, First he rebuked the wind and he rebuked the waves. He said, Quiet, be still. And I would say to you that in your condition, in our situations, we need to learn that Jesus is in the boat with us. And as long as we know Jesus is with us, we know that everything is going to be okay. We don't have to, they wonder if Jesus cares. We don't have to wonder if Jesus cares. We know Jesus cares about us. We know that Jesus cares for us. If we put that to rest, we can go just like Jesus did, and begin to rebuke the storms and the situations that's in our lives. Tell us to be quiet. You know, sometimes the pain, when you have pain, pain is speaking. I mean, pain can be uh, one of these things that just, it just talks loud to you. Well, you'd have to tell that pain, be quiet, be still. Jesus 
is on the inside of me. He's right there in the boat with me. He cares, and he's telling you to rebuke the storms and the situations that is causing you discomfort in your life. It's causing you to wonder if Jesus cares. Yes, he does care. He does care. He does love you. And he's telling you to take your authority. Take your authority. In the name of Jesus, we declare healing, prosperity, finances to come. We rebuke the enemy. We rebuke the devourer. I just rebuke it in the name of Jesus. We rebuke the devourer right now in the name of Jesus. We will not give up. We will not give in. We are going to stand on the word of the living God in the name of Jesus. We will not listen to our symptoms. We will not listen to our symptoms. We're going to listen to the word of the living God. Let the living God breathe life into your body, into your mind, and into your soul. You decide today. We're going to decide today to stay on God's side. We're not going to let fear overtake us, the fear of symptoms. We're not going to run what could be in our heads. We're not going to the what ifs in our heads that the enemy would try to talk you out of your blessing, to talk you out of your healing, to talk you out of giving up. Now is not a time to give up on Jesus and his word. He is life. He is life. He created all beings and he created us. He created you. He knows you by name. And we just have to fill our hearts with faith and fill our minds with the word of God and squeeze out all the doubt and the fear. You know, it's so interesting. You know, we can be around people and they can fill us with doubt and fear and second-guessing. Does Jesus care? But I'm here to tell you, yes, he, not only does he care, but he has come to do something about your situation. And so Jesus got up and he rebuked the wind and said to the waves, you see, you need to speak to your condition. You need to speak to the situation that's keeping you bound. You need to speak to it and tell it where to go. And he told the waves, quiet. Be still. And then the waves, what, died down. And it was completely calm. Father, we thank you that whatever situation that is challenging us, that is speaking back to us, that is causing us to doubt if Jesus cares. Hallelujah. Right now, I take authority over that situation, over that thing. And I say, be quiet, be still. Be quiet and be still. We take authority over it right now in the name of Jesus. Be quiet and be still in the name of the mighty God that we believe in, Jesus Christ. You know, I believe Jesus is real. You know, so many people read about him, but I know he's real because he's real in my heart. And whatever he says trumps anything that my flesh would want to talk me out of. I choose by my will, by my act of faith, 
to believe God. And it goes on and says, he said to his disciples, why are you so afraid? See, the one thing that's going to get you real quick is fear. The thing that the enemy wants to use is fear because when he has you in fear, he has you uh, bound up. He has you in a situation where you're backing out of it, where you're downing God. If you're in fear, uh, fear, you're frozen in stone. You just, you just can't move. You know, sometimes you're in fear, you just can't think. You're anxious. You don't know which way. You're, you're, you're all wound up. And I'm here to tell you, do not, God said he has not given us. See, God specifically said he has not given you, us, the spirit of fear. So why take it on? So when the spirit of fear tries to keep creep upon you, you know, you're going to have to say, no, I'm not going to fear God. I'm not going to fear man. I'm not going to get into this fear thing. It's going to defeat what God wants me to have. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. I rebuke fear. I'm not going to be afraid. I'm not going to be afraid because Jesus said he didn't give me the spirit of fear, but he gave me the spirit of love and peace and of a sound mind. See, it means that when you're fearful, you don't have a sound mind. You're, you're kind of waffling in between. You don't know. You don't, you're not stable. Amen? Amen. He said, but he gave us a stable mind. A mind that stays on him will be what? In perfect peace. Perfect peace. Hallelujah. Lord, I thank you for peace today. I thank you, Lord God. We don't, we don't go by what the doctor says or what the report says. He says, we will believe the report of the living God. His, says, his report says, I am healed. His report says, I am set free. Hallelujah. We will believe, we will believe the report of the living God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Praise you, Lord. We believe the report of God. We settle the issue. Hallelujah. I just believe that every cell in my body belongs to the Lord Jesus. I believe that Jesus Christ and God the Father is the one that produces and brings life. We as mankind can look at it and see how it operates and study it, but no man has created life. Jesus said he breathed and they became a living being. Hallelujah. You need to settle the issue. You need to settle the issue. I'm going to believe God. You know, you when you settle the issue, I'm going to believe. I know I got I have pain in my body. But today I'm choosing to believe the living God. See, there's no hope in what man can do. They have their limitations. But I stand on God's word and say, Lord, hallelujah, I know that I know I'm believing you. I'm believing God to be the God that he said he would be. Amen. Amen. You, you just got to decide you're going to believe God. That's the first step of faith. You can't wait till your feelings get 
in a situation. You can't wait till you just get, you know, we get, oh, well, you know, I, no. You're going to have to decide that you're going to believe God. Amen. So let's go on to uh, chapter 5 in the book of Mark. And this is where Jesus uh, began to heal this man who was tormented. Tormented. It says, this man lived in the tombs and no one could bind him anymore, not even with chains. For he had often been chained hand and foot, but he tore the chains apart and broke the irons on his feet. And no one was strong enough to subdue him night and day among the tombs. And in the hills he would cry out and cut himself with stones. And when he saw Jesus from a distance, he ran and fell on his knees in front of him. He shouted at the top of his voice, What do you want with me, Jesus, Son of the Most High God? And in God's name, don't torment me. For Jesus had said to him, Come out of this man, you impure spirit. Then Jesus asked him, What is your name? My name is Legion, he replied, For we are many. And he begged Jesus again and again not to send them out of the area. And so a large herd of pigs were feeding on the nearby hilltop. The demons begged Jesus, send us among the pigs, allow us to go into them. He gave them permission, and the impure spirits came out and went into the pigs. These tending the, the pigs ran off and reported this in the town and countryside, and the people went out to see what had happened. When they had come to Jesus, they saw the man who had been possessed by the legions of demons sitting there dressed and in his right mind. Hallelujah! Oh, yes. And they said they saw the man who had been possessed sitting there dressed and in his right mind. Jesus is a healer. Jesus is the healer. Jesus is the healer. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. And then the scripture goes on and says, further down in verse 19, it says, Jesus did not let him. Uh, as Jesus was going on into the boat, the man who had been demon-possessed begged to go with him, but Jesus didn't let him. But he said, go home to your own people and tell them how much the Lord has done for you and how he has had mercy on you. You know, God is a faithful God. He told that man to go tell his testimony. He told that man to go, and I believe that man started, that, that, man, that man ministry started that day. He went home to tell people how much the Lord had done for him. We need to learn that when God does some tremendous things in our lives, when he heals our body, when he restores our mind, we need to go tell someone how much the Lord has done for us, how much he has had mercy on us. It says go home. Go home to your own people and tell them how much the Lord has done for you and how he has had mercy on you. Amen. Praise the living God. You know, I believe somebody got touched by that. I believe that when he went back to tell the people 
Well, first of all, they knew that he was demon-possessed. They knew that he wasn't a man. And look, that's phenomenal. You're talking about evangelism. You're talking about God coming on the scene. That That's just powerful. That's just powerful. When you know, when you've seen someone, you know they were sick. You know they weren't uh, are doing well. You know that they weren't in their right mind. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let's go on to verse 21. Go on to verse 21. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. I think we have a little bit more time on verse 21. Verse 21. The time goes so fast. It says, when Jesus had again crossed over by the boat. Praise you, Lord. When Jesus had again crossed over by the boat to the other side of the lake, a large crowd gathered around him while he was by the lake. Then one of the synagogue leaders named Jairus came, and when he saw Jesus, he fell. He fell at his feet. Hallelujah. He pleaded earnestly with him. For my daughter is dying. Please come and put your hands on her so that she will be healed and live. So Jesus went with him. And as the large crowd followed and pressed around him, and a woman was there who had been subject to bleeding for 12 years, she had suffered a great deal under the care of many doctors and had spent all she had. And you know what? I was reading this, and I was thinking to myself, well, first of all, she had the opportunity to go to the doctor. You know, you go to the doctor today, first thing they want to know is what's your insurance plan. So you you got to have some some type of of coverage or something to even go to the doctor. So she had she was a woman of means. She was a woman of means, and she was a woman of means because back then you know women didn't have the same type of you know privileges as a man. So I found that extremely interesting, but nevertheless. She went to the doctors, and they couldn't help her. They, she went to the doctor, and they couldn't help her. But she went to the physician, Jesus Christ. She went to him. She had suffered a great deal. So she had been through some things. But when she heard about Jesus, hallelujah. You know, we can hear so many things, but when we hear about Jesus, how Jesus was healing people, how Jesus was touching those, how he had such compassion. She came up behind him in the crowd and touched his cloak because she thought, she thought, if I could just touch his cloak, I will be healed. So she had already had established in her mind her faith. Her faith was already there. She was making contact with Jesus, and when she did, immediately her bleeding stopped, and she felt in her body that she was free from her suffering. Amen? Free from her suffering. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. She was free. We have to really look at the scriptures here and seeing what's happening here. She pressed her way in. She pressed her way through. Her faith 
had her to press her way through. She knew that it was so many people crowded around Jesus. She was reaching and reaching and pressing, and she was able to touch him. She was able to touch him. And when she did, she received a miracle. Father, I thank you today as we humble ourselves before you, as we reach out in faith, O oh Lord, in our heart. Lord God, we say we're here, O oh Lord. We're here and we're receiving the manifested presence and the power of Jesus Christ. Lord, we just raise our hand and we receive you, O oh Lord. We believe that we'll see the miraculous in our bodies today. In our minds, O oh Lord, every cell belongs to you, O oh Lord. And we speak to every cell in our body, and we say you line up with the word of the living God. You have no right to be sick. You have no right to be distorted. You be whole, you be set free in the name of Jesus. We declare it right now. Father, we thank you. We praise you and we believe you, O oh God. Hallelujah. We thank your name. We thank you, Jesus. We praise your mighty name. We thank you for the healing power of Jesus. We receive it right now in our heart. We receive the word that says, by his stripes. Hallelujah. By your stripes, I am healed. I am healed. You just need to say it out of your mouth. By his stripes, I'm healed. I receive it in my heart today. I receive it, Lord God. I receive it. Hallelujah. I speak to tormenting spirits, tormenting spirits that keep you up at night. I bind the devil right now. I come against those foul demons, those foul spirits that keep you up. I speak to peace. Peace that surpasses all understanding. Oh, yes, in the name of the Lord Jesus. Oh, in the name of Jesus, I speak peace. Sweet, sweet peace. I speak that the angels will come and be around you, surround you. And he who keep his mind on Jesus, well, he will keep you in perfect peace. But I come against those tormenting, foul spirits that have caused you to be up at night. In the name of Jesus, I bind the devil right now. We come against it right now in the name of Jesus. We speak peace. We speak peace. We speak peace. Peace in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. You just need to surrender to the love of Jesus Christ. You need to surrender your heart today to the love of Jesus. Stop trying to do it on your own. Just surrender to his love. Surrender to Jesus. Surrender to Jesus. Say, Lord, I give in. I give in and I give up to you, O oh Lord. I'm going to follow you today. I'm going to follow the scriptures that says that I go free. I want peace today. I don't want to be tormented. I don't want to be up at night, can't sleep. Hallelujah. I want to go to sleep and I want my sleep to be perfect and peaceful. I want to dream about the angels. Hallelujah. Not the devil. I rebuke that right now in the name of Jesus. 
come against that in the name of Jesus. And I would say to anybody that's having issues like that on the phone, you need to take the scriptures out. You need to read the word of God. Don't let the devil, tormenting spirits of the devil trying to convince you of something otherwise. <clears throat> and we have to learn how to fight back. Look, we are the sons and daughters of God. And we don't have to back down from the devil on any front. But we haven't been taught that. Church, the church has not taught that. If I'm teaching you that today. You want to have sleep? You say, I'm going to sleep and devil don't come messing with me in my dreams. Don't come in here giving me tormenting foul thoughts. It's not of God. Strange and odd thinking is not of Jesus. It's from the devil. God wants you to have sweet peace. He says he wants us to have peace. And if that's and that's it. So you claim peace. Don't let the devil steal your joy, have you depressed, all unhappy. You're trying to figure out why am I miserable? You need to take on the yoke of Jesus Christ. You need to take on his joy. Those are all gifts of the Holy Spirit. We should be the most happiest people on earth. But we have to take that on, and we have allowed the devil to put depression and uh, anxiety and an anxiousness and don't know. No, that's fear. Those are manifestations of fear. When we're anxious, when we're uh, worried, those are symptoms of fear. You can't be in fear and faith at the same time. So God is breaking that yoke today. He wants you to be healthy and happy and at peace here on earth, not waiting until you die. No, we're to be witnesses of God on earth on his goodness, his kingdom, his domain. And we have to fight it. We all have to fight it. We fight it. Fight the good fight of what? Faith. Amen. We have to fight the good fight of faith. We have to fight it. At times you have to fight it. You know, you can talk to somebody else and they doom and gloom and moon. And you're like, whoa, I got to shake that off. That's not of God. And what you do is you say, well, you need to think of this as a different way. God's a healer. And he'll heal you. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise God. And that's what we have to do. Well, I'm going to close out. It's about 8.35, but I just wanted to say that. You, whoever, that, whoever it is, you know, with tormenting spirits and you just you can't get to sleep at night, that's not of God. It's not of God, and we don't have to take it. And what we used to do is just, it just comes and we just receive it. No, you rebuke it. You're going to have a peaceful night. You're going to be able to sleep at night. You're not going to be up at night. Come against those foul, tormenting spirits. I speak peace. I bind the spirit of fear. And then what you have to do, you have to replace it with something. You can't just, oh, okay. No, you replace it with the word. You read the word. You study the word. You look at preachers on TV and YouTube and whoever else is ministering and preaching the word. Just put it on and put it on 24-7. Get out of the house. Go walk. Go to the mall. Go go get out of the house. 
You know, don't don't just stay in the house. You know, don't don't just be isolated. You know, you can go to the mall, you can go to many different places and just enjoy people and enjoy life. And you can do it on your own terms, but what I'm saying to you is to to the people that's on the line, get out among your out outside of yourself. It's amazing if you just get around other people how you'll feel better. You know, the devil always wants you to get isolated to yourself so he can start talking to you. And that's why it's so important for the body of Christ to uh, fellowship. And that's why we do what we can, um, doing teleconferences and blog talk and whatever else, so that people don't feel alone. You're not alone, but the devil can make you feel like you are. And so just be encouraged. We love you. We love you with all our hearts, and God loves you more. He loves you more, and that's why he's using us as gifts to the body of Christ to bless you. Father, I bless each and every one on this phone today, that this, this, on this line. God bless them. I'm not just saying that. I mean it. God bless them today. God touched them in a mighty way. God, let them know that you're real, that you're changing things in their life that they can expect. Hallelujah! They can expect results. Because you're their daddy. You're their father. You love them. You love them. God, let them see your love. Let them feel your love today. Let them know that you love them, oh God, today. Let them see your love. Well, that's it. Gracie Faith Worship Center will be at uh, Duval Event Center tomorrow at 930. If you can make it, praise the Lord. We will, um, again, be starting up our, our um, Bible studies September the 3rd from 7 to 8, 7 to 8. Um, and uh, for those who uh, can't make it, we will have um, opportunity for the teleconference. We will continue that teleconference. That is just something that's on our hearts. And we will continue to have an intercessory prayer um, on Saturdays via blog talk, uh, radio um, as well. And just uh, just be in prayer for us as we begin to shift things and move things and change things around. We we believe that it's God. We we want to have face-to-face. We want to be able to to pray for people, touch people. And so God is, is moving in that, us in that direction. And so we thank you, Father, for that. We thank you each and every one of you who have supported this ministry um, by your presence or, or just uh, uh, being in these sessions. It's just a blessing. Um, God has created us to be a gift, and so we're giving of ourselves today and as always. So be in prayer for us as we continue to advance the kingdom of God. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Have a blessed day.